1: And we got a solo episode of the podcast today. Uh, I am currently away from Eugene, so my setup is a little bit different if you're watching uh, on the YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Torres, but the show must go on. Uh, We still have some updates to get into um, since we last saw you guys on the uh, last episode of the Ducks Dish podcast, which you can check out uh, when we were talking about the uh, transfer edition of Sam Taimani from Washington as well as some other recruiting updates for the Ducks uh, as they head into that 2022 off season really. And we're kind of getting ready for uh, Dan Lanning and his staff to, to go full speed ahead uh, attacking the recruiting trail with uh, just less, a little bit less than a month to go here until uh, the February signing period. But the main headline that we want to you know lead off today's episode with is the Ducks hitting in the portal again, uh, striking um you know, making their damage in the transfer portal. And that is with uh, the addition of former Colorado cornerback Christian Gonzalez. You know, he's a a guy that Duck fans are probably familiar with. Uh, Obviously, you look at the uh, addition of Demetrius Martin from Colorado this offseason to uh, lead the Ducks and their cornerbacks uh, in 2022. I mean, Demetrius Martin is obviously an incredibly qualified coach, very accomplished coach, has really been all over the place on the west coast and in the pac 12 i believe it was about this at least makes at least six stops for uh, martin in the pac 12 and he's had a pretty good track record at, at all those stops but i mean with with a guy like gonzalez you get a, a proven starter a starting caliber cornerback a guy who started at colorado these past two years um he was uh, an all-conference uh, honorable mention last year in 2021 so just again you're kind of raising the floor of that cornerback group that has seen some attrition this offseason right i think when you're looking at the situation for Oregon and why this is a big move for them big addition rather uh you're losing mikhail Wright who announced that he would be going to the 2022 NFL draft um you know some people myself included you know, in that crowd, I think that he might've benefited from another year at the college level. But I think when you're looking at a new staff coming in, um, you know, that, that might've kind of cleared up his decision a little bit to, to try to, you know, head to the league. So your top cornerback's gone. So you want to add a guy and um, the ducks do have uh, a 2022 cornerback signed in Jaleel Tucker. Um, but I think when you're looking at kind of the, the rest of this team, you want to get a guy like a Gonzalez who is maybe a little bit more capable than a true freshman of contributing right away. I think with Gonzalez, I look at some of his stats from last year, 53 total tackles, 42 solo, five passes defended and uh, five tackles for 5.5 rather tackles for loss. So he can do a little bit of everything. And I think that that's a great example of his versatility because He's a guy who got recruited as a safety coming out of college. Sorry, coming out of high school in Texas, and he, you know, obviously moved to corner. So you see that he has some some good versatility. And I also think the the size of um this this defensive backfield is is looking you know pretty intimidating for Gonzalez. He's 6'2", 200, 200 pounds. So you look at him and some of the other cornerbacks that are going to be involved. Dante Manning's a little bit more of your traditional build as a defensive back as a corner uh kind of in that 511 6 foot range um, and i believe he's under 200 pounds but Triquiz Bridges also a former safety you know he's in that 62 63 range so you'll have some really rangy long cornerbacks that can be physical with these receivers and and really help you know set the tone for that Oregon defense and uh, you know that identity that Demetrius Martin wants to create for the Ducks so i think that that's pretty good Um, when you're looking at kind of some of the guys that are going to be at play here I talked about Mikel Wright and how he's heading to the NFL draft Uh, the Ducks are it looks like they're probably going to be without DJ James next year um, after he announced that he would be entering the transfer portal um, or that that he uh, did go to the transfer portal I think we're still waiting on a transfer destination for him so I was kind of thinking that he could be maybe someone that Dan Landing and Demetrius Martin can get back in the fold but Still waiting to see where he's ultimately going to end up. you got to figure he's a guy that uh, the Ducks would love to get back in the fold. Um, that'd be a tremendous help for that for the Ducks because you could have a guy like Gonzalez and James starting opposite of each other, and then you can kind of work in Dante Manning and TriQuest Bridges as needed. But this secondary has definitely seen a lot of movement. Um, you look at, obviously, the departure of Wright, who we've talked about already, and then Verone McKinley, uh, Oregon's consensus All-American safety declaring that he declaring for the draft. So they'll be without him next year. And uh, as far as the safeties go, you're looking at Bennett Williams and Steve Stevens as some guys that could be really involved. Uh, Williams was having an awesome year until he got hurt, but he's really, I think going to become the face of that safety room. Uh, Jamal Hill is a guy that has played a lot of football for Oregon you know really had his kind of coming out moment coming out party in the Pac-12 championship game against USC a couple years back in 2019 snagging two big interceptions the second of which really sealed the deal for Oregon uh, to take home that conference title game uh, and then uh, let's see if some of the other guys uh that are going to be involved for Oregon in that secondary let's look at the cornerback position right because that's where Gonzalez is going to be contributing Uh, a lot of young guys tons of youth you have Avante Dickerson Jalen Davies Darren Barkins those guys all come in in the 2021 class and I think this move is really good for Oregon because those three guys that I just mentioned you know they're they're definitely capable players but with the new coaching staff coming in you you don't want to you don't want to t- typically be relying on freshmen to, to really play some important snaps for you. You know, if these, if the ducks can get up big in some games, kind of the, the recipe that I, I think all teams really want to have is where you get up big and then you can ease in some guys when you're uh you know, ahead and the game is not, you know, hanging in the balance you can get those guys some really valuable reps so that they can get adjusted more of the college game and, and contribute and then get adjusted to a new defense, right? That's not going to be an easy task for anybody. You figure that veterans would have an easier time doing that just because they, you know, typically have a higher football IQ just because they've played a lot of reps and, um, you know, obviously there's continuity and familiarity here between Gonzalez and Martin. So I think those guys are, are definitely capable of contributing um, but like I said, probably better to have a guy like Gonzalez that's, uh, ready to go. You figure, um, right when he gets to Eugene, he's a 2020 guy Gonzalez is, so he's going to have three years of eligibility remaining. Once he, uh, once he starts strapping up the pads for Oregon, he is in Eugene, um, based off of recent social media postings that we saw. So important to get him on the ground and get him ready to work, um, as the team goes into their off season workout program we don't know if it's going to be called the fourth quarter program anymore uh we'll see if wilson love has a uh uh, i know a new name for it but i figured it's it's probably reasonable to think that that might be what it's called wilson love the the new head strength and conditioning coach for oregon uh that was announced earlier this week or last week i should say Uh, and then the retention of shod williams again important to have some continuity for these players as you transition to a new staff so that's kind of what i wanted to talk about here with uh christian gonzalez the last note that i had here is that uh for the 2022 class oregon still is in the running for jaleel florence um who uh you know is the former commit for the ducks in the 2022 class teammates with Jaleel tucker everybody kind of knows some of the some of the little tidbits of uh you know biographical information that kind of go along with him ducks have had a lot of success in san diego um i'm trying to see what the what the other schools are in the running for that are in the running for him So let me just see if I can look that up real quick so I can confirm that for you guys. He announced an updated top five on January 5th. So January 10th, as I record this, top five for Jaleel Florence is the University of Miami, uh, Oklahoma, USC, Oregon, and Florida. So some big schools getting into the picture there, um, following Florence's decommitment from the Ducks in December. So that would you got to figure that. Getting a guy like Demetrius Martin, who has really good Southern California ties, good West Coast Pac-12 ties, and having Tucker in the fold is definitely going to help them. And then you look at the next you know, little storyline that I wanted to get into here for the Ducks. Tosh LePoy officially announced as the new defensive coordinator for the Ducks and linebackers coach. He's coming over from the Jacksonville Jaguars after serving as a defensive line coach over there. So that's a huge, huge name for Oregon. You know, this isn't really new news. This was reported back in December. While the regular season was still going on, but officially official, as we always see on Twitter, right? Officially official today, Monday, January 10th. Big news for the Ducks. Big name that the Ducks add to their staff. You think about Lapoy, he's a name that I feel like has always been floating around the Oregon community, the Oregon football community. Every time the Ducks find themselves looking for a new coach, a new staff member, Uh, he's got elite West Coast ties, elite recruiter, achieved at a high level at Alabama. People, I feel like, kind of debate some of that success because of how successful Nick Saban's been. But whatever you want to say about that, the dude's won at a high level, and he's incredibly accomplished as a coach and a recruiter. That's going to be an asset for your football team every single time. So I think it's it's going to be interesting now that this on-field staff, at least, is really assembled, more or less, to see what the both the floor and the ceiling become for the Ducks on the recruiting trail. Uh, I think I said a little while ago that I feel like around the top 15 is uh, you know a reasonable uh, expectation or kind of hope for uh, Oregon football fans to have for this 2022 recruiting class because that 2023 class is going to be the first one where we really see what Dan Lanning and his staff are completely capable of these 2022 guys a lot of them some of them that have already signed you know those are more or less Mario Cristobal's guys if you want to call it that so um you know Lanning has a really good a group of talent and a great roster to work with as he inherits the head coaching job here.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: at Oregon. Um, but Tosh Lapoy, definitely a big addition. Uh, I think he's going to really get help the ducks pick up some more steam on the recruiting trail. Um, and we're going to really try to sink our teeth into some more recruiting stuff to keep you guys updated. I did, uh, like I said, the last podcast I did, I had some good recruiting updates that I think people would find interesting. So if you haven't listened to that or watched that yet, uh, I'll make sure to link to it, but you can go check out my channel. Oregon Football Max Taurus, as well as the Ducks Dish podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to find that one. Now, moving right along, I want to talk about some more Pac-12 football headlines. I think uh, the first one that I want to talk about here is Jackson Dart, USC true freshman quarterback, entering the transfer portal. That comes from On3's Matt Zenitz. Um, I think it's been reported by numerous outlets since then but he was the first name that I saw reporting it. Um, so I think that that is some pretty solid news, um, you know, as we're kind of looking for uh, some more clarity around the quarterback position, most important position on the field. So yeah, I did, did some checking again and it, it was Zenit. So um, I think we're still waiting for that mood to be official from, um, from Dart himself, but that's a pretty big name. You know, you look at Dart, he kind of, I don't want to say he took Keaton Slovis's job, but that's kind of what it looked like, right, with with them kind of being back and forth throughout the season. Um, I was looking at the uh, stats for Dart earlier. Um, let's see. Just want to see what his stats were from um, his true freshman season at or- – or not at Oregon, at USC. Um, I'm pulling it up here on my laptop, so bear with me. All right, so Jackson Dart at USC in 2021. Was 117 for 189. Uh, That's just about. Doing the math here. That is just about. A 61.9% completion percentage. As a freshman. Threw for nine touchdowns. uh, Against five interceptions. For just shy of 1400 yards to the air. Also ran for two touchdowns. And 43 rushing yards. So not a ton of production. But. You know, I'd still say pretty solid for uh, appearing in six games. So not going to be able to hang on to his redshirt status. But I think this is a big move because we already saw Keaton Slovis, who I talked about earlier. He already transferred to Pittsburgh. Uh, He was a veteran in that quarterback room. And then there's just been a ton of movement for quarterbacks all throughout college football. Um, You know, another one, if you're looking at uh, Lincoln Riley and kind of his connections in the storylines around Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, a preseason Heisman favorite last uh year well the, the college triple national championship is tonight so i feel like i keep bouncing around between when can we say last year and this season but in the 20 before the 2021 season spencer rattler was a heisman favorite he has since announced that he will be going to south carolina uh and then you have michael Penix going to washington to join caitlin DeBoer in year one um bo nicks announcing that he's going to be going to oregon that's obviously another big one joining um joining the quarterback room with Ty Thompson and Jay Butterfield, Robbie Ashford, following that in the weeks that followed that news, announcing that he's going to be entering the transfer portal. We do not expect him to stay at Oregon. He's going to be exploring new options. Um, So I think just with with all of that, this move is really interesting because Caleb Williams has also announced that he's transferring from Oklahoma, entering the transfer portal. Uh, And you got to figure that, uh, you know, a move like this from Dart, if he is indeed on the run, on the run, I shouldn't say, excuse me if he is indeed on the move if Jackson Dart is indeed on the move following this news on Monday uh it definitely clears the way for Caleb Williams going to USC to reunite with Lincoln Riley and man that would be a huge move for USC for the Pac-12 it would really set up some awesome matchups uh when you're looking at you know a lot of people thinking that Oregon and USC is going to kind of be the matchup to watch there the battle for the Pac-12 for years to come uh with all the offensive firepower that Lincoln Riley is assembling there uh at USC. And then with this move, um, with uh, Dart on the move, Miller Moss is the only scholarship quarterback on the Trojans roster now. So, um, you know, not an ideal situation for them, but I think like I've kind of alluded to and said here, it looks like um, it would make a lot of sense for Caleb Williams to head to USC. So don't be surprised if that's a move that we see following um, this news of, of Dart looking for somewhere to call home. I think uh, I wrote in my story over on Ducks Digest, if you guys want to give that a read, uh, a destination that could make some sense is West Virginia. Why West Virginia? It's because Graham Harrell, uh, USC's former offensive coordinator, got announced as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach over there in Morgantown, West Virginia. So maybe we could see Dart follow uh, the offensive coordinator over to Big 12 country um, with West Virginia. And then we have another big quarterback piece uh, kind of coming into the picture here for the 2022 season. UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson has announced that he will be coming back for one more year in Westwood with the Bruins in 2022. I think the reason that this is super interesting is because uh, not too long ago, Dylan Gabriel former UCF quarterback announced that he would be flipping his commitment um, to UCLA but in the time since he has announced that he will actually be flipping to Oklahoma. So just, you're seeing so many different moves by, by quarterbacks. Um, but I think that um, Gabriel moving to Oklahoma is Brett is a, a solid guy to, to work with in, in year one. Um, you're also looking at Nick Evers, the 2022 quarterback signing with the Sooners. So um, Gabriel like I said, had initially committed to UCLA, but he since announced his flip to Oklahoma. So a lot of interesting names to kind of keep an eye on here Um, in the Pac-12 with DTR announcing that he's going to be coming back to Westwood for one more season. Let's take a look at his stats from the 2021 season. Gaming against Oregon and UCLA was definitely a good one. They're going to be playing in Eugene in 2022. I believe that game is scheduled for October 22nd. So let's look at some stats for DTR in 2021. Uh, he was 176 for 283, threw for 21 touchdowns against six interceptions for 20, just over 2,400 yards. And then he was also really effective on the ground, 130 carries for 609 yards and nine touchdowns. So he obviously has a, a pretty pretty solid uh, resume at UCLA. You got to think the... The Bruins are also going to be adding a big quarterback in Justin Martin out of Inglewood in California. So he's a guy I've covered a little bit. Got to see him play in person during the 2021 season. Martin's a big dude, really good at improvising on the run uh, when the play breaks down and has a rocket arm. I remember I was a little bit frustrated after I covered that game because uh, I covered his game the night before Oregon played UCLA back in October. And the next week, he, you know, I think they put up a 100 points or something it was absolutely insane Inglewood um, is a team that's full of ballers uh, those guys uh, credit to that coaching staff that they get those kids playing at a high level and you know really supporting them so I think that that's uh you know a school that that Oregon would be smart to get into looking down the road and they, they were involved with Martin a little bit before he initially committed to cal but you see how important these quarterback dominoes are. Uh, once you get a quarterback in the fold, I think it really helps the rest of your recruiting efforts. So uh, look for Oregon to prioritize getting somebody in the 2023 class. Um, I think some some guys to watch there, uh, you know, you look at Jaden Rashada. He's the guy that got an Oregon offer uh, in the fall top 2023 quarterback out of Pittsburgh uh, in Northern California. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some other names here. Um Okay, hopefully I don't butcher this, but a lot of people, a lot of Oregon fans, are going to um, you know know about uh, Nicholas uh, Lama, Lama Levea uh, out of Warren High School in Downey, California, one of the top cornerbacks in the 2023 class. so He's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Israel Carter uh, out of Centen- Corona Centennial is a, a big name as well. He's uh, someone who has had some interest for Oregon for a while now. Pierce Clarkson, the 2023 St. John Bosco quarterback, had a really good relationship with Joe Moorhead, but the Ducks would be smart to get back in communication with him. Um, But I think those are some of the big names to watch as far as the 2023 class goes and the quarterbacks that I see Oregon getting involved with. But um, I'm trying to think of any other news that uh, I kind of wanted to touch on. You know, who do you guys have in the national championship game tonight? Alabama or Georgia? Um, You kind of figure that Bama's heading into that one as a favorite, but I know a lot of Duck fans are going to be rooting for Georgia and and Dan Lanning, the defensive coordinator over there, new head coach for Oregon. I'm sure right after that game ends, he's probably going to be heading to Eugene real soon here. So that's uh, definitely going to hopefully be a good game so we can, uh, you know, wrap up the 2021 season with, with, uh, you know, a competitive contest for the title. But that's all i have for this edition of the tux dish podcast you guys thank you so much for watching if you're watching this on youtube at oregon football max stores do me a quick favor and go ahead and subscribe to the channel it's free and it only takes a second out of your day and is a tremendous help we're almost to a thousand subs which is wild to think about but um it's been super super fun and i love hopping on here doing the live streams, doing the videos doing the podcast whatever it is it's always fun to interact with you guys and And bring you guys more news, insight, and commentary all about the Ducks, the Pac-12. I feel like now that the season's winding down here, um, we're probably going to go more big picture stuff with Pac-12 and, you know, national college football stuff. And recruiting is obviously going to be huge. So make sure you stay locked into the YouTube channel. And then if you're also uh, on the social media platforms, you can follow me at Sports on Twitter. And you can follow us at Ducks Digest on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well. Um, And make sure you head over to DucksDigest.com to find more Oregon Ducks news. And go ahead and give us a good rating and review on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's a big help, and and that's a a new feature over there on Spotify. So really appreciate your guys' support. That'll do it for the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm Max Torres, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Take care.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.